The following episode contains spoilers for Angel and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Hi, welcome to Dessert Before Breakfast, the show where we watch the last episode of a series and review it with someone else who's never seen it before. I'm Mike Duval, and I've seen every episode of Angel. And I'm Melanie Germain, and I've seen zero of this show. Angel. Okay, so what ha- what do you know about Angel? I know that it stars David Boreanaz, who... Uh, in a younger years before Bones. It's pre-Bones is what I know. I don't think it has anything to do with Bones because it's a spinoff of Buffy, which is about a vampire slayer. Do you know like what Angel is? What Angel is? Yeah. Uh, I think he's a vampire because I'm pretty sure I've seen pictures of him with like that vampire face. But his name is Angel, which is very misleading. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a name, man. It's just a name. But that no one has ever named, unless your name is Angel, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that that's a real name. <laughs> no. Um, is he an actual angel? I don't know. Mm. And, and what do you think? Um, like, do you think you'll like it? Like, what do you know about, like, what the show's about or what? Like, what kind of genre? Uh, okay, so I know that it was, like, uh, set during those days where shows were very dark and everyone was clad in leather. So I'm expecting a lot of leather. Hmm. Um, I that That's about it. I, I don't know. I have no... I, I <laughs> literally... I don't know what this show is about at all. Spin-off of Buffy. That's all I got. And I didn't watch Buffy either, so I'm just like, I'm not in the loop at all. All right. Well, we're going to watch the first episode of Angel, and we'll be right back. Yeah, I thought it was the last episode. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I thought it was the dessert before dinner. <laughs> the dessert before dinner. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to watch the final episode of Angel, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. We just watched the final episode of Angel. Uh, Melly, let's hear your recap on what happened in this episode. Oh, boy, so much. Okay, um, so from my understanding, it starts out they're in their firm, which I don't know what business that they do, but they're pretending to fight, and then there's like a glamour spell, and then they don't fight. So if you were to take a guess on what the business would be, what do you think it is? Some sort of demon law firm? <laughs> yes, that is correct. Oh, sweet. <laughs> De- demon law firm, Wolfram and Hart. Okay, continue. Okay, awesome. So uh, they're doing that. They're pretending to fight, but then not really fighting. And then Angel gets invited to a secret society, which he's trying to infiltrate, I'm guessing, to destroy them from the inside. It seems mm-hmm. really easy to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, they get that blue chick, Illyria, who's an alien. Mm, no. Dang. 
some sort of demon? She's she is an a, an elder god. Oh shit! Okay, that has that has uh completely um taken over a body of their friend. Is it Fred? Yes. Fred is Illyria. Well, Illyria has completely killed Fred. Like there is no more Fred. Right, right, right. But it's like with the same actress, basically. Yeah, the same actress. Yeah, okay. basically. Cool, 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 cool. Awesome. That answers so many of my questions that I have. <laughs> um, uh, they so they they hire her and they get that Lindsay guy to join them, and then they basically do a fight where it's like six of them versus a million bad guys, and mm-hmm. then I. I think there was a goal to that, but I don't really know what the goal was. Right. And then demons start coming down a street or whatever. And then they're like, let's fight these demons. And that was the end. There is there's a there's a key part you miss in that episode that I fully expected you to miss because it's really hard to follow if you were following the show. But did have you did you figure out what Shanshu is? I they mentioned it several times in the episode. He did say Shanshu quite a bit. I think that's his soul. Uh, close. Yeah. So I guess I should say first of all, like Angel has a soul. No, I got that. They mentioned it. Like many times, like get over it, kind of. <laughs> it's just like every opportunity. He's the vampire with a soul. Oh, this prophecy talks about the vampire with the soul. Oh, you have a soul, no less. It's like okay, I get it. <laughs> so, what do you think that the the significance of of a vampire with a soul would be? I think it's a big deal, right? Yeah, but but what do you think it means? It means he's supposed to be good. Yeah, or can turn back human. Uh, so he has he has like a conscious is basically the, the yeah yeah basically like a vampire so then therefore a vampire without a soul would be a bad guy yeah like pure evil essentially right okay what is Spike then because if anything I would think Spike has a soul yeah you know that's a really interesting observation gosh when he was doing that poetry <laughs> I died I was like I, I okay so when I first saw Spike I wrote down I like Spike and then when the poetry happened I was like oh my god poetry yes this is amazing and then everything that he did I just added on to this line I like underlined Spike and I underlined <laughs> like and I put hearts and stuff and it was, it was just he's great it's fantastic yeah so slight aside about Spike I actually love Spike I think he's a great character I and he should have gotten the spinoff yeah well so it's interesting because when Angel spun off into his own show, Spike kind of filled that role that Angel had mm-hmm. on Buffy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a very different character from Angel, but he sort of became that vampire sort of uh, companion. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing that is really cool is that Buffy actually ended a year before Angel did. So then when Buffy ended, Spike just crossed over to Angel. Cool. Are they like, but is it within like the same city as Buffy? No, no. So Buffy takes place in like a fictional city in California, like a small town in California. Well, not a small town, but like a small city in mm-hmm. California. And then uh, Angel takes place in Los Angeles. At, at, a, at a demon law firm. <laughs> yes, at a demon law firm. Yes. So. Okay, yes. So the Shanshu prophecy Basically, I believe it was in there from the beginning of the Angel show. And basically, it was like a carrot on the stick for Angel saying that the vampire with a soul would help during the apocalypse. 
and then his reward would be that he would become human. Right. And that's something that Angel has always wanted. To become human. Yeah, like basically both Buffy and Angel kind of show like the vampire with a soul as having a bit of a curse. Right. Oh, no, they actually have to have a conscience for all the terrible things they did, like all of the, you know, thousands and thousands of murders they've done over the years. Right, right. Um, And basically this was like, like him becoming human, I guess he doesn't need to be a vampire anymore because there's also problems with being a vampire. Like he can't go in the sunshine and shit like that. But he was in the sun constantly. Was he? Was Angel in the sun constantly? Yeah. Well, like in he was, like he was indoors. In, indoors, but does yeah. that matter? Like, yeah, it does matter. So if it's if it's light from inside of a place, it's fine. But if it's outside, outside, like touching, like actually touching the sun, yeah. light, then that's a no. Yeah, shade is fine too. That's okay. <laughs> that seems a bit loose i mean okay. it's, it's if you think about it it's probably impractical to to not have some loopholes in that situation i mean i get it that's fine so anyways your previous question it does spike have a soul the answer is yes and it's a big part of his development in the buffy series before he crosses over to angel okay okay so they're kind of like is that why they're friends or like not friends but is that why they they're like all chummy or whatever. Um, they also have a lot of history, like centuries of history together. Oh, so yeah, like that's that's sort of more on the Buffy side. So I'm probably not going to go into that too much. But I thought I would at least mention that he does, in fact, have a soul. OK, OK. So you, there's a, there's you you kind of gave a broad strokes, um, but let's kind of go through some of the characters that we saw here. So we, we mentioned Illyria and Fred already. Yes, Illyria was freaking cool. Is it? If, am I correct in saying that she was in Dollhouse too? I think she was in Dollhouse. Yes. Okay. Joss Whedon tends to reuse a lot of actors. Yes. So, um, first off, that scene where Wesley is dying and she turns back into Fred or whatever touched me very deeply. Well oh, done. A plus plus. Yeah. Like not even knowing what was going on, it was very, like not even knowing that she was the 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 elder God had taken over the body of his lover or something. Like I knew that there was some history there and it was really like played out really well and stuff. I really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. Um, Wesley, super cool. I didn't really understand why he was sent to kill a demon (laughs) that he was clearly (laughs) not matched for. Uh, I mean, he's a very powerful character. Is he? Uh, but the demon is also very powerful. Yeah, I mean, like, he definitely grows as a character over the course of the series. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's 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 definitely a powerful character from what I remember, like, in terms of a magic user. Right. Okay. Um, the blonde girl uh, was hilarious. When she gets fired. Yes, Mercedes. Uh, that was just so funny to... <laughs> That was. I thought it was so great. Of yeah. like, <laughs> you don't have confidence in me. That's because you don't have a soul. That's because you don't believe in me. <laughs> it's just, it was great. And then the fact that he already had like a reference letter for her and everything. That was, yeah, that was great. That was a good uh, jokey bit. Sorry, her name is Harmony. The the actor's name is Mercedes. Okay. So her her deal was that she was actually in the first few seasons of Buffy as well, and then she crossed over to Angel. Did is he the one who turned her? Uh, no, I don't actually remember the details on that one. Okay, well, I think we're doing Buffy at some point too, so maybe we just won't talk about it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, the the two humans, not Wesley, the other two whose names I didn't I didn't remember. 
There was the one who went after the politician, and then there was ah, the... yes, Charles Gunn. Charles Gunn. From the streets. Okay, he was cool. He just killed a woman. Yeah. Like, that was... She wasn't a well, vampire. She's evil. She was evil, though. Okay, I guess that Yeah, I think she was it. a demon. I was, I was pretty sure she was a demon. Well, she's sitting at the table earlier with all the demons. Was she? Yes. Yeah, she, like, the whole point is that they were all killing people that were sitting at that table. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, is he a slayer? Um, basically, I mean, what do you think? I would say yes, because I don't think it's, like, normal to have stakes on you, like, on every part of your body. I mean, like, I should be clear, uh, Slayer is a very, it's a, it's a title that you don't just give to anyone that just happens to kill vampires. It's a very specific title, and it's only for women. So, like, yeah, he's not a Slayer per se, but he does, yeah, he, he does, does slay. slay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think his, his deal was? I think he was saved by Angel and then was like, I want to fight. And then there was probably a back and forth of like, no, and then yes, and then no, and then yes. And then eventually he was like trained or something to take out demons or whatever. I mean, basically, when Angel finds him, he's he he's essentially protecting like a, a troop of like teenagers from vampires. He's like the sort of like, you know, vampire guard against. Right. OK, I, I have yeah. another question here. Are demons and vampires and stuff just normal to have around in this universe? They are still not known by the general public, but like as time goes along in both of these series, it becomes really unlikely that anyone doesn't know that these things exist. Okay, because they're just like out in the they're like they're like in the street or like at a club and they're just like full on demon. And I'm just yeah. That no one's panicking. You can hand wave away some of the like, oh, well, like maybe someone's not looking at him or whatever. You know, it's like, oh, like he's walking down the street and he gets into a car. Maybe no one's like really paying attention to people. Like people don't really people watch maybe, in L.A. Maybe he's just cosplaying. Yeah. Right. Like you don't know. Um, OK. OK. So cool. That's that guy. Then there's um, the other guy with the earring. He was cool. I'm guessing that there was history between him and Angel. The guy with the earring. Yes, Lindsay. Yes. Lindsay. Yeah, he was cool. Um, I definitely sensed that there was some tension or some some history there, but I didn't. I guess he's not a vampire. He is not. No, he's he's a lawyer, actually. OK. <laughs> I'm, I mean, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> He's a lawyer. Okay. And, okay, where does this sword fighting and demon strength come from then? I mean, don't all lawyers... <laughs> <laughs> In some way have demon yeah, strength? Yeah, I mean, basically, I mean, we kind of brought up this at the beginning about, like, how they're in Wolfram and Hart, right? Mm-hmm. So, basically, he was, like, the first... Uh, villain that Angel encounters in the show, I believe, um, as the lawyer of Wolfram and Hart. He wasn't working from Wolfram and Hart from the start of the show. And he, he certainly, I don't know if you've noticed this throughout the course of the episode, but he certainly doesn't seem to like working there. <laughs> yeah. But like, I don't know, he didn't seem so bad. And then I didn't really. So that whole bit where he gets shot. Yeah. By the, by the green guy. Also, we have to talk about the green guy. Yes. 
I feel like that was supposed to be like a really powerful moment and it did nothing for me because I didn't understand who anybody was. So it, it is still kind of a shocking thing because he seems to have semi redeemed himself at this point of the series mm-hmm. a little bit, or at least he had a girlfriend. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a whole other thing. Like her girl, like that girlfriend was like had betrayed angel under Lindsay's view or whatever. And then she was replaced by was replaced by Marcus, who's like the guy from Firefly. So she used to be in his role, which is the liaison to like the demons or the senior partners. They called it the senior partners. Okay. Yeah. So he was a lawyer and he still isn't like a good guy. But then like at the beginning of the episode, it seems like they want to work together and they do. Technically, he uses him, Mm -hmm. but he can't really trust him because like he had betrayed him as recently as this season. Like it wasn't like a new thing that they didn't like each other. Like they always never liked each other. Mm hmm. They were always villains. I think I remember when I watched the series, I kind of figured he was going to be like the villain. But but then he redeemed himself and he was shot by that guy. Yeah, that, but that didn't he didn't redeem himself enough, apparently. Yeah. OK, because he's human, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. What exactly? What did he do? Uh, I just feel I, I I don't feel that he deserved that at the moment. And I want to know, like, what what actually happened? Well, again, he was kind of like the big bad, like the main bad guy for like the first season or two. So like he did a lot of stuff like I don't like no specifics come to mind because it's been a long time since I've watched this show. But mm-hmm. but he was like the bad guy for a long time. And then him coming back in this last season was kind of a surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was to betray Angel. So it wasn't necessarily to, you know. But yeah, I, I don't remember what his deal was in between those. But things. did he deserve death? I mean, he's kind of he's kind of a bad guy, though. <laughs> okay, from as someone who has only watched the last SP, uh, episode, I disagree. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, okay. So, and then the green guy. Who's the Who's the green guy? Because he clearly didn't enjoy what he was doing. No. Yeah, so the green guy's name is Lorne, um, and he was a he he hosted a club, um, and he was like a lounge singer, um, de- like he hosted like a demon club. Okay, and he was a lounge singer. Yeah, and he was he was a main character. Okay, does does he kill people a lot? Um, not really. I, I'm like trying to remember what he did. Like I remember loving him as a character. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a very uh, charismatic character. Not much of a fighter. Okay. Um, I could tell that, but he still shot that guy. He still shot that guy, but he shot it with a gun. <laughs> but shot him with a gun. Yes. Even though even though he's a lawyer. So how, how did he get all those fighting? Sc- I, I think that was the most confusing thing for me. I'm like, who is this person? And you telling me he was a lawyer has just has shocked me to my core because I was like, oh, clearly he's like some sort of demon hunter or whatever. Or like he's got bad blood with this guy because he's a vampire hunter. Um, And then now I'm just okay. Well, Angel was very like the entire deal with Angel was that he was fighting an evil law firm called Wolfram and Hart through the entire series. Uh So the first four seasons, he's fighting Wolfram and Hart. And then the fifth season, he joins Wolfram and Hart. Um, but that's like basically the whole entire series of Angel. And like it's an evil law firm. They do all like sorts of evil things <laughs> okay. for like they represent like, you know, demons and shit. You know, they're they're just not they're not they're not good. They're not above board lawyers. OK, so they would do shit like, you know, fight 
that fight Angel and his team and stuff uh-huh, and do, uh-huh. do really evil shit. I, I know that I keep on just saying the same things, but <laughs> yeah, they're bad. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well then l- l- let's put that aside for a minute because it's hard for me to wrap my head around. Um, that's fine. So, okay. Remember when you were talking about the Shanshu? Mm-hmm. Okay. Remember that document that he signed with his blood? Yeah. Did that have any significance whatsoever? Well, I had a huge significance because also during the entire series, they constantly talked about the Shanshu prophecy, which is that the the vampire with a soul would save humanity or something through the apocalypse, and then he would be gifted. No, no, I know that. I know that. Humanity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so by him signing away, he would never become a human, which is sad because it's what he's been fighting for for five seasons. Right, right. (laughs) And he just does it. But like, okay, so... Basically, that battle at the very end that happens in like a a really sketchy back road. Yeah, that's the apocalypse. Basically, okay. It was a very light apocalypse. Um, well, there was a dragon. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's just a dragon. <laughs> yeah. It's just one dragon. Just Have you seen dragon. Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah, there were three dragons in that one. <laughs> so that was the apocalypse. Basically, what they're insinuating is that they stop the apocalypse or like they die during that apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, one of the reasons why I picked this show as being an interesting one to watch is that the ending is one of the most memorable endings of any show for me because it's just kind of bonkers. Yeah. And the the reasonable explanation for this ending would be that they had more that they wanted to do mm-hmm. and then they got canceled abruptly. But that's actually not the case at all. They actually deliberately made this ending. Yeah, I know because David Boreanaz had another job lined up already. Did he? Yeah, it was Bones. <laughs> oh. Well, I I think that the that uh I think that they had planned to do another season and then they kind of ended up getting cuz they asked for a early renewal and then the then the studio said no. Okay. And, and then they Were the ratings bad or like what was going the on? The ratings were amazing. It was one of the most bizarre cancellations um of a show because the ratings were so good, but because they asked for an early renewal, then they decided to cancel it and they weren't really sure why and the person that was responsible for that decision was not like around much longer. <laughs> But but I remember a lot of people being like, it was kind of bizarre that they canceled Angel, especially when for me, season five was the best season of the entire series because it was so different. And I wanted to see more of like Spike and Angel together. But, you know, it happened. It ended. But what's interesting is that uh, I think that the the whole motif about Angel is to keep fighting. And their thing was that they didn't want to end the show where he wasn't fighting anymore. Like they just figured that metaphorically, it makes sense to end the show with them fighting. Right. So that's kind of why the show ends. There was it's not a cliffhanger. Yeah, it was just, yeah, jarring, (laughs) I guess. It's jarring. It's weird. It's a very unique ending. I don't think that that many I've seen that many shows end like this. Yeah. Yeah, no, I liked it. I mean, like, um, okay, and Angel has a son. What was that about? Why do vampires keep having babies? Like, uh, I, uh. <laughs> I can't remember, like, the details around. Yeah, so it was a big thing in one of the seasons. He has a son, mm-hmm. and then the son goes to hell for 20 years and then comes back mm-hmm. and is, like, really upset with his dad. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think he, he gets kidnapped. He gets kidnapped by one of the characters. Oh, it wasn't an internship. No, no. He gets yeah. He gets kidnapped and then sent to hell and comes back and he like has to fend for himself in hell or something like that. Right. Okay. Um, and then he hates his dad. He's like the rebellious teenager sort of situation. Right. Okay. But he, is he a vampire? Like I don't. No, he's not a vampire. Okay, but he's strong. He threw that guy. No, well, he's really good at fighting demons. He's he did it like he grew up doing it. So is he human? Yes. Well, I, I believe he's got like a bit of super strength, maybe. Okay. Yeah. The other guy I wanted to talk about was the guy from Firefly. Yeah, he's actually not in much of the show. Uh, It doesn't even matter because what I have to say is that he is phenomenal. Anytime he would say something like completely ridiculous, he just he was making the best choices. He wasn't like taking himself too seriously. And it was just great. Every time you opened his mouth, I was I just like had a little giggle. It was fantastic. Because <laughs> like, what did he say? He said something along the lines of like, oh, I am the heart. The I their their blood throat blows through me or whatever flows through me. And just the way he said it was just so it was just so matter of fact, like, yeah, dude, this is what I am. And it was so good. He was making all the best choices. I just really liked him. Mm hmm. I didn't care for Angel. <laughs> yeah. I didn't care for that character in particular. I just think that, yeah. Yeah, he's a bit. Um, I mean, he is he he is technically the the character in the Buffy verse more than any other character because he's in three full seasons of Buffy and five full seasons of Angel. So he is kind of like he does span the entire Buffy verse. But I don't really understand his appeal necessarily, especially to lead a whole show. Like for me, Angel was more about like the supporting characters than him himself. But yeah, because I think he's surrounded by great, a great cast of characters. Yeah. But him in particular, it's like, oh, well, I think it, like he had a lot of like he was he was the brooding character in Buffy that. Yeah. And bro brooding's boring, though. Brooding is boring to watch. But it wasn't in the early, early, late 90s, early 2000s. You know That's what I mean? True. Like, That's fair. Yeah, I get it. I guess nowadays is kind of, it is boring to watch like it doesn't age well. It's it's uh, yeah, because like they they mentioned that he killed one of his own people and no regret about it or anything. He's just like, yeah, I did it. I didn't feel anything whenever he talked. It was just <laughs> yeah, like no regret about having the green guy kill Lindsay, you know, kind of stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, he he supposedly signs away this thing he's been searching for his whole time. And there isn't really much of a read on him on that either. Yeah, that's uh, I think it's just I. Honestly, I'm like, I'm going to whisper this, but everyone could probably hear it if they were to listen to it. Uh, I just don't think David Berianis has that much depth to him, mm. which is something that I also felt when I watched Bones. Uh, he also has his typical Berianis stance, which I didn't know that he had when he was Angel. I thought it was a character choice that he made in Bones. And then now watching him in this, I'm like, oh, no, he just stands like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, signing his literal life away like that just held no wait for me at all because i think they also like as a just as a as a story beat or whatever it was kind of just thrown away i guess to people who have watched for five seasons it probably means a lot more uh which the shanshu thing yeah yeah well i think we've we've covered every character in the show okay or at least all the characters that show, that appear in this episode yes i yeah uh i guess for me like i loved buffy and i loved angel um, 
And I, I think I loved Buffy a little more, but Angel particularly the last season, like I mentioned before, because of Spike, I always felt that like uh, the fifth season of Angel was like the best of both shows. Right. And uh, it was very interesting going back and watching because it it's been years since I've watched this show. So I, I definitely struggled a bit to try and explain the show. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, like I was actually kind of surprised at how much dialogue there is in this show like i don't think i'm used to like when you look at tv nowadays there isn't all this like oh we'll have a scene with this person and this person and then everyone will go and do their final days thing and then we'll have all these you know what i mean like yeah because i remember angels being a quite a bit of an action show right and it there still was action in this show but it was like maybe you know 20 percent of the entire episode and it's the final episode yeah. So that was surprising to me. Uh, I don't necessarily know if I would recommend that anyone watch this show or watch this last episode just on its own, even though I think it's a very unique final episode for a show. For sure. I can see the appeal of it being like a final episode, especially if it's a beloved series and everything. Because, yeah, there were some things that just like I just, I just didn't get, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's hard to to give you an entire series of. But that's what we're going to try, you know, give you an entire series of context. Absolutely. All right. So uh, let's let's give a score. Let's let's each score the episode out of ten. Okay. Um, just just based on like not not on, not on anything in particular. Just the episode itself. Just the episode as it stands. The episode as it stands. I'm going to give. Hmm. I'm gonna say seventy-two. Seventy-two out of ten. Seven. <laughs> seventy-two fangs out of a hundred and twenty. What? No, Ugh, this fine. is hard to normalize. <laughs> fine, um, I'm gonna give it. Mm, I'm gonna give it like three and a half stars out of five. Is that a better thing? Yeah, that's it's not out of ten, but I'll take it. <laughs> Are we what doing it out of ten? Okay, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Sorry, I'll give it seven and a half stars out of ten. Okay. Yeah, I would probably give it seven out of ten. Like, I think it's it's a solid episode. I think it's got a you know, it's got the fact that's a unique episode going for it. There were some great emotional moments. There was still some great, you know, kind of poor by today's standards, but good for the time standards. Like, just sort of fight sequences and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Like it was it was an enjoyable watch for sure. Right. Yeah. Would you? So this is the main question here. Mm-hmm. Would you go back and watch the rest of the series based on what you saw today? <sighs> that's a toughie one because angel himself did not grip me so having to watch a show that is carried by him i think would be hard for me <laughs> but i did enjoy the other characters for sure so yeah i would probably watch through it yeah cool yeah yeah I have no idea how to close this out. We didn't really. The, the script ends here. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to straight up say Amy Louise Acker. That's who played Illyria. She's the best. I love her. She's also in person of interest. Yeah, she's great, man. I like her. Yeah. She was such a beloved character. And then they had to do this thing where the other god takes over from her, which like was a great thing. But then like then she wasn't there anymore. Like I know it was a different. She's playing a different character and stuff. And that's fun. But mm hmm. I don't know. I was still like, I was pretty, I was much more upset about that than any other character death in the show, even though, you know, the actor still stuck around. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's the character that, that left. Um, anyways, she was the, the 
highlight for me for this episode, for sure. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like acting wise, you know? All right. So we should probably uh, sign out now. We really need I just didn't I just didn't think to come up with a sign off. How do the other podcasts sign off? I don't know. <laughs> Take it away, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> just pretend that there's a person here named Jim and then we'll just have a fade out or something. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I hit the mic. <laughs> Until next time. Keep it sleazy. <laughs> Dessert Before Breakfast is hosted by Mike Dorval and Melanie Germain. Editing by me, Callan Dorval. Music by The Brass Action. 